This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Welcome back to Shyler and Tat Save the World. Save the world! Man, that never gets old. It never gets that's old. Maybe, maybe not to us, but people that's just like, <laughs> stop it. I, I like to think that stop it. people tune in and they hear that and they're like, Oh, yes. yeah, it's about to be a good day. That hit me in my soul, and, and I'm s- so happy for it. Feel that in my loins. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, speaking of old. Yeah, your shirt is old. My school. shirt. <laughs> your shirt is saved by the bell. So, uh, funny story. I saw this shirt at uh, TJ Maxx on Sunday. I'm going to go get it. Sunday or Monday. Uh, well, we went to uh, Champagne. Dang it. So we, my, my husband took me to brunch mm-hmm. um, at this really, it's not bougie. It's just like a really. It's bougie. It's a great restaurant. The thing is like Brandon goes over to Champagne all the time because that's mm-hmm. where his tattoo artist is. Okay. So whenever he goes over there, he gets to go and that's have. That's where Amber's tattoo artist is. Yeah? Yeah. Who is it? Uh, what shop is it? Is it the, it's, I don't know. <laughs> link in the description yeah what is the it's like i don't I remember don't know. i know this guy's name is tilt nah um, they, i would remember a tilt yeah he's he's done um a lot of work for brandon so he's a he does fan. a lot of stick figure <laughs> yeah. his, he's, a stick figure. No. he's amazing i'm really jealous and i'm gonna get a tattoo by him one of these days i just get can't it. ever like i don't have time to go yeah. anywhere and get a tattoo it's like you and me what? both nope free time what a luxury. Yeah. <laughs> what does that look like? What does that feel like? But Brandon like was like, all right, well, let's try and like hang out and kill some time over here. So we went to TJ Maxx of all places to go in Champagne. Hey. When the where the world is your oyster. If you can get a shirt like the one you're wearing right now, you better go to. And we're not sponsored by TJ Maxx, we're by not. the way. I rolled up in there. Not yet. And I couldn't find see that's the thing. Like I went to TJ Maxx indicator yesterday. Yeah trying to find clothes because I'm going out of town for my um, anniversary present, I guess. That's what I'm talking this weekend. about. So I wanted to try to find some stuff. Our, T- our Decatur TJ Maxx had very little inclusive sizes. If mm. you are an extra small to a medium, girl, they got Get you. Get there. Get there now. But me, the curvy girl, mm-hmm. I struggled. I couldn't yeah. find anything. But it's a good thing that I was able to snag a few pieces. That's what I'd be saying with my In muscles. champagne. I'm just <laughs> oh yeah do you have that problem too <laughs> yep he's like it's so weird i'm a schmedium on my the bottom medium, but extra my, large in my shoulders top, <laughs> you know linebacker back that's me strapped i'm so i'm just kidding i'm, I'm slender <laughs> slender man up in here <laughs> well i saw this shirt and it was in the men's section i didn't talk into the mic i just completely <laughs> looked down yeah you did i saw this shirt and uh it was hanging on the men's rack <laughs> and then you heard the song what the well, I've never seen Saved by know, the Bell. You're too young for it. I mean, I'm 29. I'm not too young for anything at this point. Uh, for Saved by the Bell, you were for AARP. Yeah. Well, I've grabbed the shirt and I was like, you know what? That print is kind of fun. So I nabbed it, mm-hmm. and then we had dinner that evening with some friends, and I threw on this shirt, and um, they gave me they crap. went nuts. Yeah, they gave me crap all night. They were like. What y'all say by the bell looking at? <laughs> what y'all say by the bell looking at? Yeah. And then somebody else said, what's your 90s Taco Bell yeah, looking at? It is. It is very, very like. It's like this is just the 90s. The decor is straight 90s, early 90s. It's just like all of the zigzags and the shapes and the dots. Zach and, Morris over there. Look at you. Oh, don't put that evil on Yeah. Me. 
I know enough about the Saved by the, the Bell culture that he is not someone you want to be like. No, when you look back, uh, he was not the, uh, he shouldn't have been the uh, guy we looked up to. Isn't that funny? We always look back at like our childhood heroes and like the people we thought we were, that were so funny. Like Fairless Bueller? Oh my. He is the worst. He's a jerk. He's the worst. Like I watched that movie and was angry the whole time. I said, like, this dude is the worst <laughs> human being. How did, why do people worship this movie? I, know. I was laying, in, yeah, I was laying in bed. My wife was sleeping. I was like, this is dope. He's a horrible <laughs> human being and a horrible friend. Oh, exactly. His friend was about to commit suicide. Just take this day off of school. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Let me take Just your car. Just deal with it later. Your car, yeah, man. Anyway, I love the shirt. Thank you. Yeah. There's a lot of like shows like that. Mm-hmm. See, like I always felt like a kid. I I loved SpongeBob. I thought SpongeBob was so yeah. funny. And now I look back on it and I'm like, if you don't leave Squidward alone, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my damn. No, we mind. just all become more Squidward. I have become older. Squidward. <laughs> and when we're young, then as you get older, you just <laughs> you relate already. already. And then all uh, those people are like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. People listening like chat, you are that person. What are you talking yeah, about? And now I'm the one like peeking out from my like my wi- my uh window curtains. Like, yeah. <sighs> Just all a bunch of grunts in- and moans and yeah. <laughs> <sighs> You're being entirely too loud too this loud. morning. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love SpongeBob. That's a great show. I do too. I get a lot of crap <laughs> for it. But it's really, and it's one of those like really fun quotable things without like that doesn't have like to be. he's like 30 years old. <laughs> yeah. In the cartoon. <laughs> without a driver's license. <laughs> fun fact, like that is how I learned how to drive. From SpongeBob? Yes. Of how not to? No, of how to drive. Because like when, um, when Patrick says big toe and you just put like the slightest pressure that's how i learned to like gauge how patrick gonna give some advice and he just got a stub <laughs> he ain't got toes He's a star. he no, got he, one toe he got one toe <laughs> and it's his big toe and his small toe at the same time <laughs> what the oof good job man but yeah i, I throw throwing it back this morning yeah my, we did my save that was just a throwback at. moment with shyler and tat <laughs> That's we need to incorporate that, that into yeah, maybe we could have like midweek episodes, like off time episodes yeah. that are just like a blurb. A that's blurb. Like, we're just gonna throw it back. Shyler <laughs> throw it and back. <laughs> throw that <laughs> throw that thing back, girl. Oh, not me. Hey, you gotta throw it back. I throw it back. I would throw I it back. I get all this extra throw money out my back. <laughs> <laughs> throw out your bag to, to be more exact. Yeah. I'm just. I'm not about that life. You're the youngest, oldest person I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I, it's weird. I'm. It's because of my surgeries. Because I had surgeries when I was a baby. Mm-hmm. So I've had I've had seven surgeries. Dang it. Yeah, seven surgeries all before I was like four years old. Like they all happened like beti- between the time I was two to four. Um. So yeah, I look at that. See, <laughs> I'm a 29 year old with arthritis. With arthritis <laughs> and AARP. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you? It's like, oh, I gotta meet up with my surgeon. <laughs> Dang it. I gotta make an appointment with my surgeon yeah, for my yeah. hip replacement. A How old are you? A storm's coming. I feel it in my joints. Oh, I do do that. I know you do. That's your superpower. Storm. I have mentioned that to you, haven't I? Yep. Like, oh, it's gonna rain. My yeah, head's hurting. storm over here. Thanks, <laughs> he's man. He's looking at me like, what in the? What? I feel it in my lower back. It's like, that's the most Native American thing yeah. I've ever heard anyone say that's yep. not Native American. That's not Native American. <laughs> like a storm's coming. What it's are like, you talking about? You feel it in the wind. You taste it in the air. 
No, that's Corona. <laughs> I got. <laughs> I just confused myself because I said a storm is coming, and I thought, oh, that's Game of Thrones, and that's not. It's winter is coming. Yeah, I'm done. Reel it in. All right, Shiler. let's reel it in. <laughs> My we, God, that was thirty minutes of what just randomness. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> hey, Shiler and Tat randomness saving the world with just a bunch of randomness. I mean, we gotta break it up. I mean, we, we do because we talk about heavy subjects on this show. And we go hard on it. In the paint, some would say. That's what Waka Flocka told me. Wait, that's what he told, <laughs> he told you. told me to tell you that. <laughs> we go hard in the paint. I'm so. more, I mean, I, we've taken on some very serious discussions. And I want to kind of keep that going today. Because, oh, oh, you got receipts. I got receipts. Got okay, receipts. I got, I got. Today we're going to talk about just the, the many. We got so many resources here. You hear those papers? Proof. proof. We got proof right here. Receipts. We got proof in the booth. Okay. Um, with the wonderful city of Decatur that we live in. Yeah. There's so many resources and I'm in the field of connecting people. I like to think that I'm a, a, a bridge maker. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, but a lot of these things I didn't even know exist, nor did I know what they did. Like, for example, I was at Oasis Day Center, the <gasps> Heritage Behavioral, uh, Centers center mm-hmm. the oasis um yesterday getting individuals um completing their census. Oh yeah. And I was like, let me just ask, what do you what what did what do you do here? Like I didn't know uh what the Oasis did, but it's it's for the, the homeless population to get in, to get resources, to clean up. They you can you can wash your clothes, you can take a shower. Uh, they have food, they got, you know, some refreshments, the staff are fantastic, they're going through all the procedures, but I'm like, that is a great resource to have. I used to volunteer there when I was in college. Did you? I did. What? Um, remember last week we talked about Mary Garrison. Mm-hmm. She, um, she was my professor at the time, so she organized a lot of, like, outings for us to that's do as up. a class. Yeah. And I, I was... I was a little brown noser, but that's because I adored her. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I went back Look and did a lot uh, um, more with I did the sand not know, and Oasis. Yeah, what they did, you know, uh, it's always a misconception or a, 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 a preconceived notion, like oh, that's just for homeless people to go, like to yeah. like hang out. I don't know, but it's to, a safe place. It's for a them safe to go. place. To, them to go exactly it's a safe place for them to go we got there uh big shot starbucks they assisted with some refreshments they went through the coffee like mad men and women <laughs> oh man they went through that coffee so fast but i, I do coffee. too honestly you do you i mean if it's there do you if oh, i yeah. have it yeah i'm gonna drink it in I fact drink. i haven't gotten my coffee this morning i got my tea with honey because once again i'm the fanciest man you ever meet <laughs> you're so I'm right so fancy pinky out there's mm-hmm. a lot of like really not i don't want to say small but like just more obscure organizations that it are is. just small they're they're small enough that they don't have like a huge marketing budget to get their names out there yep. so you know that the people that volunteer with them are really like tried and true, dependable people that want to be involved. Most definitely. And the best way for you to know what's going on, once again, your participation in everything that is occurring in the world today is not an option. It is it is mandatory. You have to become involved. Um, and what's going on? Your participation is, is required now. Uh, I think for, for you to actually be effective 
in whatever it is that you do or whatever it is that concerns you or that's on your heart and mind, you have to participate actively in that thing. Because it's, it's an investment. When, when you see people getting active and they be like, man, I had a hand in that. You know, it gets yes. you some pride. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to do some more of this. This feels good in my spirit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I'm I've, addicted to that, man. That's something that's been like really perplexing since like, I know that it is an election year. So this toxicity was going to happen regardless. Period. Because. But throw in the uh, Black Lives Matter protests mm-hmm. and the differences in opinions and the coronavirus differences in, opin- in opinions. There has just been so much ugliness. And I've, I've been perplexed by it. Mm-hmm. Do you know it costs nothing to be kind to, to be someone? To be nice. And it, it takes so much energy out of me to fight. To be nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like whenever I have those racist or homophobic or just nasty people on my social media. Willfully ignorant folks. I, willfully ignorant folks. When I get into altercations with them, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that I'm educating. like Because I, I can leave out curse words and hateful uh, language. They're not looking for that. They want hateful language. They want yeah. you to engage. Yes. And when they don't, when they, then they get mad that you're not engaging. Case in point, the guy that called me the B word uh-huh. a while back and Isn't all that kinds nuts? of other They stuff. want you to engage. And then he said hateful stuff to get me to say hateful stuff. And when I was like, dude, it costs zero dollars and zero cents to mind your business. Yeah. He went ballistic. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to fight with oh, anybody. It's, it's exhausting. Yeah. And it takes so much out of, I think anybody, but it literally takes nothing and it actually, yeah. it, it gives you, you more know like soul points. Yes. I feel like it, it makes me feel better. We have to be more like children. Okay. Like, and when I say children, I mean a kid looking at adults now, you should be ashamed of yourself. If you're, you're the old school way, even with politics, the nasty commercials and stuff, that stuff is oh, whack. Those. The wackest thing. As adults and as uh, representatives of your community, the last thing I want to do is trying to find dirt on somebody else to make myself look good. Those tactics should be long gone. Uh, it just looked like a bunch of kids uh, uh, being nasty to each other. Bullies. Yeah, just just bullying each other just for because you, you said something bad to me, so I'm going to say something about uh, you. It's like, so interesting that you have that perspective. And I yeah, really kids aren't like we always talk about stop acting childish. Yeah, no, the adults are acting childish uh, or, you know. Well, I always felt like the people that are negative, they're like bullies. They're like playground bullies. But at the same time, who do bullies traditionally pick on? Smaller kids. Yeah. They don't pick on people their own size. They look down on people. Mm-hmm. They they put themselves in this elevated position yeah. and they, they make sure that they have power over the other party. Whereas yeah. I don't think these people are are better or bigger than even my my stupid millennial <laughs> self. <laughs> I've been getting like so much hate for like but, being a millennial, and it's like. But what we're uh, as a millennial, we're demanding uh, uh, you to behave better. Like I think uh, people get mad or throw out you know generation whatever and millennials as a negative, but it's not. It's just that we we won't. We want something better. We're, we have information at our fingertips. So for you to, for anybody to be out there and not actually have, <laughs> and stick to the plan, stick to what 
for example, uh, for anybody that's running, what is the plan? Okay, you don't have yes. to tell me good things and sweet things and make it sound like everything is fine and dandy or try to belittle somebody else uh, to make yourself look better. You can be informative, but actually get to what you can and cannot do. Like yeah. the 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 generation that you're you're uh, that's that's now able to vote. We want to just be told the truth. We know when you're lying. Uh, and I think that once we get past and have more clean, I know that sounds like a oh, he's being naive. But if we can get to, like you said, being kind, to be uh, proactive, to be truthful, to be honest, open uh, and not nasty to each other. I think that we can as uh, across the board, we can get more done instead of, like you said, putting so much energy on being negative and, in, 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 you know. It's interesting. I went on a tangent right there. No, I appreciate that. It's interesting because um, I just I posted on my Facebook earlier this week um, a tweet, a screenshot of a tweet um, that really, really resonated with me because, like I said, I was called a stupid millennial B word mm-hmm. a while back. I remember that. <laughs> we talk about it a lot because it's because just, it hurt your feelings. It's just like case in point. Yeah. Like when you have nothing else to say because you're so uneducated, mm-hmm. you just resort to name calling. Millennial was supposed to hurt me. No. Uh, and it didn't. That, that was empowers more, me. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And the B word, that doesn't, that empowers me too, sweetheart. You just called me by my true name. I'm like a demon. <laughs> like a demon. <laughs> you use my true name and girl. Well, say by the <laughs> These claws are out. <laughs> but this one says that the term millennials is used in media to infantize, cr- discredit, and d- instill distrust of an educated, hardworking, low earning, fed up generation of 30 somethings yeah. living through the worst cat. Oh, living through the worst of capitalism, police mm-hmm. brutality, and government corruption, yeah. and a resurgence of hate violence. Of course. But here's the thing. You're only convincing yourself that we're a generation of gold stars and participation trophies. In our relatively short adulthood th- thus far, we've proven ourselves that we can innovate, adapt, and persist despite the barriers to progress you created. Oh, of course. Come on. Give me a... I thought that was really profound. Hey, send that to me. Okay. So I can, so I can repost <laughs> it. Yeah. I just, it. I saw it and was like, you know what? Yeah, because that's what, that's what it is. I felt so vindicated in that post, which is so stupid because it's like literally the term millennial has been used to put me down so many times. And it's like, yeah. I not only, here, here's the thing. I truly believe that millennials, mm-hmm. I, and I don't have facts to back me up, so don't come for me. <laughs> Don't at me. But like trying to think of like the perspectives of history, millennials are probably there. I said probably don't come for me. Probably the most educated generation in our history thus far. It is in because terms every of like generation college or or higher education beyond just high school, because it was shoved down our throats since freaking kindergarten yeah. that we have to get good grades so we can get into a good college. And we have access to a little thing called the Internet where there's information. Listen, I. Well, the fact that I we're like trying us and the, the Gen Z is like, oh, wait. This isn't working. It hasn't been working. And the boomers are like, what would you know? How would you know anything? It's like, we went to school. I can YouTube it. I I fix fix my plumbing in uh, our bathroom, in our his and her uh, bathroom, a sink for my side. And uh, 
uninstalled and reinstalled a brand new garbage disposal just by information in my fingertips. I didn't have to get a plumber. I didn't have to Subtle money. flex. Subtle flex. <laughs> All right. But I'm that's proud of you. But that's just what it is. Like every generation is going to get better. And we have oh, to remember yeah. that. Uh, you know, sounded like the Kool Aid Man there. I'm sorry. I was uh, like, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Bust through the wall over here with your '90s shirt. See, uh, to me, it's so important. For- in our in our active, like we're we're yes. active participants. Let's that's that's what brings right back home is the active participation. Okay, uh, we may not have made the mess that we're in, but we were damn sure gonna clean it up. Because so, that's what we do. Because that's what we do in every generation is the cleanup generation mm-hmm. from the mistakes that was made by the previous. And it's going to continue to be that way. Yeah. We're going to mess up. Sorry, Gen Z. It's your problem next. Yeah. But, I mean, we're going to continue. That's just what it is. Well, I mean, and they really but have. It, it continues to get better in progress. You feel me? Absolutely. And they are the ones that's been stepping it up the most. They when mean. I see that like a presidential or, I'm sorry, not presidential, a political candidate mm-hmm. has had some sort of like service experience whether it will be you know the military or um volunteer opportunities mm-hmm. if they're involved in nonprofits, and i don't mean like they're on the board i mean I'm like giving a check no they, yeah they're in the, they are they're in, in the trenches absolutely in the fields that makes me want to just be like all right that's my guy that's yeah. my gal i want to support that person it just says so much about a person to selflessly give the, their time and themselves which is the most precious thing you can ever give like your time is the most it, most precious, most valuable thing that you can ever give to anything or anyone is your time. Well, and it's like you said, spending your time, um, even if it was, you know, just making sure people were taking the census mm-hmm. at Oasis and Heritage, places like that and interacting with those members of the community. They count as well just because they're homeless. Absolutely. Like they, yeah. And that's what they're you know, people. They're people. Absolutely. And, and, oh, and they're in, no, you're fine. But they're in such an underprivileged position. Overlooked. Like uh, all of all of them uh, uh, present themselves with dignity. They don't treat themselves as homeless or like, you know, I mean, they don't. None of the homeless population that I've no. met are like, a, I need. No, they they are very prideful, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, they get by. They get by. They take care of them. You know, they're getting back on their feet. They have Wonderful, heartbreaking, but triumphant stories. Uh, if you listen to them, uh, and circumstances uh, be damned, and that's taxing. Yeah, to, just to be that ear. Okay, for me, maybe this isn't for everybody. However, I am an empath, mm-hmm. which means I feel I take on the energy of the people that I am around mm-hmm. and the emotions. So if you are having a bad day yeah. and you come in and you're feeling sad and you talk to me about it, or we have. Any kind, I can feel yeah. that you're sad before mm-hmm. you tell me you're sad. Yeah. I'm. It's just one of those intuition things that I've been blessed with. However, Since you're X-Man. I know. yeah, <laughs> remember Mutant. when I said I could tell the weather? <laughs> Superpowers. <laughs> it is. It is a blessing and a curse. So for me, being at Oasis and Good Sam and um and even the Salvation Army, it was very exhausting. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, your time is important, but like. When you're dealing in terms of like mental health, mm-hmm. it is vital to make sure that you are good in order to support Self-care others. Self-care is the best care, always. Absolutely. But I mean, 
it's not just time that you're giving. Like whenever I'm in those positions, like you're getting a piece of me yeah. in those moments that mm-hmm. I'm never going to get back. And it's yeah. not just the time. It's the, you know, the mental health and it's, I'm taking these experiences and learning from them. Just like I hope everybody does when yeah. they're in a position to be able to volunteer. Mm-hmm. When I worked at DMH, yeah, those volunteers worked hell of a lot harder than I ever did. Yeah. But I mean, my job wasn't hard, but they interacted with patients. They went like, escorted them in, gave them mm-hmm. directions and they yeah. were with patients. I was only with patients for a very short period of yeah. my short career at GMH. <laughs> I was yeah. there for a little over a year. It was great. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I just and yeah, wanted to work like in radio. Me, yeah. And then you want to do more. And that's, that's just one thing that I, I had noticed just being in uh, the new position I am in at the community foundation. I didn't know how stressful it was going to be on me. Like I would get eye twitches and I still yeah. got like a sore neck just for the simple fact that Proposing there's so much. all those pictures? Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know, you got to get that. Photo that, up. Got to get that angle. Okay. Got to get that angle. It's um, it's more so to, 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 to see the need and know that it's so great and you're just trying your best, you know? Yeah. Um, I basically just hand out money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you have to allocate it accordingly into things that's going to make a real impact. And, you know, people come to me all the time and everything that they're doing is, is especially to them, is like a dire need, you know? Yeah. So, um, I mean, for these organizations, in order for them to like continue. There's so many not-for-profits where they, they, they survive off of donations. That's how they get which is why done. it's been so important to step up and support those organizations, especially now, yeah. because, I mean, there's only so much money and grant money being thrown around by the government yeah. and for COVID-19 relief. And they're, they're down to receive whatever, that, every, anything that you can provide and produce for, for these organizations that you care about. So many that we have available here. We got all of the churches. We got the Good Samaritan Inn that has free hot lunches. Uh, that's seven days a week, eleven thirty to one p.m. Uh, we got emergency services, urgent. Uh, if it's like dire need, American Red Cross, of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, Catholic charities, DMO, uh, D- DMCOC. DMCOC. There we go. I got you. You down with old people? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Dove Hotline, Heritage mm-hmm. Behavioral Health Center, um, the Salvation Army, so many food shelters as well. We got the churches, like I said. Um, we'll have this entire list. Yeah, we have. We got a whole list of. We'll have that linked in our description of this episode, as well as on our social media. We just have so many resources, and it's just linking the people with those resources. Um, I wonder if we could like maybe start like a volunteer day where where one uh, maybe a, a couple weeks throughout the month, or you know whatever we can like dedicate a day where maybe we can get together with some of our listeners. Yeah. And no, take and this them is, on a service trip. People people always ask me. I get I get this the most. People uh will call me or message me on my Facebook or Instagram and they on like, your hotline bling. On my on my hotline bling. <laughs> Sorry. That can only mean We're one having thing. a serious conversation. You know, I'm quoting Drake. Your hotline bling is serious. Because <laughs> <laughs> you should call me on my telephone. Uh, <laughs> what I get the most is how can I get more involved? They see me out and about and they, and they get inspired. That's the best thing about, you know, getting participating, you encourage and you empower others to participate as well. And I, my advice is just to show up, 
Yeah. You don't have to set a date. You don't have to you don't have to do any of that. I think we think too much about I want to make the greatest impact that I can make, uh, but I don't know how to go about and make it. All you got to do is just show up, period. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to do much. You can just go in there, introduce yourself. I want to volunteer. Is there any? I guarantee you they will have something for you to do off top. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and you might have to organ- fill out like a form. Yeah. Man. I think I had to fill out a form at Oasis. Yeah, for safety reasons. Yeah. Just to be like, are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. Well, they want to make sure that, you know, you're, and you're, you're using your powers yeah. for good and not yeah. for evil. Yeah. but Which we talked about before. Yes. But if you <laughs> want to get involved, just get involved. Start today. Uh, whatever, whatever you're passionate about, show up to those organizations. Once again, Google it. Yeah. All right. Give them a call and say like, what, what is it? That, yeah. I'm interested. That you need, uh, I, I like to sew. I can sew some masks. You need oh, any mask or it's, it's, it's whatever you're talented in. And another advice that I give is stay in your lane. All right. You don't have to do what I do. You don't have to do what Shiloh does. Uh, whatever it is that you excel at. Shiloh can't even do what Shiloh does. Man, <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> it's some optical days, illusion. Uh, some days I look back and I'm like, how did I do I this? really accomplished something today. Where was I for that? Yeah. <laughs> they leveled up over there. Leveled up. But yeah, just get involved. It's so easy just to get involved. Uh, Google's your friend. You can Google and find out anything. Once again, I uh, did some plumbing by myself. <laughs> Subtle flex. Less subtle flex right there. Just humble brag. Humble brag. It took me a while. Okay. That's okay. But I got it done. See, that's a, that's the thing. It's going to take you a And that's what I admire so much about not just you, but I feel like it's our generation. Mm-hmm. really love learning. That's because. And we, we've never stopped. That's because we have to. <laughs> that's because we have to. Because I mean, we started out with landlines and ended up with iPhones. The flipping, uh, you know, as now adults. We have to, we, we, we see the, the shortcomings of uh, the previous generation. And of course we got shortcomings as well. Uh, but that's how we advance. That's how we move forward. That's how we, you know, we change the world. We save the world by changing it because it definitely needs to be changed Absolutely. Uh, immediately. Because <laughs> the grown, grown folks are failing us miserably. And it's up to us. It's up to you individually to play your part. That's Absolutely. how we get stuff done. I think that this is going to be a really good resource, not only for, I, I'm going to utilize it. Like, I'm not just preaching at you to. Oh, you know, I, hey, get I'm into here. the description and, and I'm out here like, in these streets. Gonna, so if I don't see anybody showing up, <laughs> I'm coming no. to your house with a census book. <laughs> yeah. I told you about that, right? That they came to my house. Yeah. They yeah. came to my house. I was taking a nap. Don't, shh, don't uh-huh. tell me that. <laughs> yeah. But my um, landlord. Oh, well, the the bakery texted uh-huh. me. They're like, hey, the census is here. And I was like, oh, girl, I'm not. I've been there, done that. I done it like two months ago because <laughs> I work with Tat. And she's like, oh, say no more. Say no more. <laughs> say no more, fam. <laughs> <laughs> they there for you, bakery. They ain't there for me. Don't <laughs> well, call they, me. Yeah, they want to know who lived upstairs. I was like, I made everybody take it. Uh-huh. I was like, Brandon, you done it? Colin, you done it? Shyler's done it? Got yeah, because I went by. Uh, Finn, my dog, you need to do it. <laughs> He's like, I want to be right, counted. Right. Yeah, I want to be jealous. on that thing. He got jealous. He's like, I don't count. I nope. Don't, dang. Rude. And, and speaking of census, since we're on there, hey, you got to get it done because uh, $1,500 per person is what, what goes That's into what's it. That's what's on the line right now. Yes, $1,500 per person in your house. So if you got 
for the six people that's fifteen hundred dollars per person in your house every year for the next ten years. Uh, that you'll be accounted for that can go to so many programs that you care about and the ones that you will love once you get actively involved. Your participation, once again, is not optional. It is mandatory. It's required. It's important. Shout out to Tash Saving the World. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. Tat, tell me something good. Well, um, what we're doing, what you're doing is good. Once again, uh, get involved. The, the way that we affect change is not by sitting on the couch or having just our private uh, venting sessions with our friends and family. It's about actually, if you don't like what you see out there, be the change that you want to see, period. If you hate all the candidates, you hate what they represent, you hate how things are being ran, you put yourself, you put your, your bid in, okay? Do put something your hat in the about ring. it. Do something about it. We have more power and once I found that I had so much power and platforms to uh, be an influencer, oh, man, I'm never giving that back. Because yeah. everybody has, once again, you, you stay in your lane, you do what you can do, and that is enough. And like we've mentioned before, we live in a day and age where, not to discredit you, Tat, because you've worked insanely hard to You're achieve right. the <laughs> platform that you've created for yes, yourself. But anyone can be an influencer. Yes, and collaboration is important. It's so important. So if you have a phone in your pocket, if you are, if you exist. Yeah, if you exist. Fine, like, if yeah. you're listening to the sound of our voice right now, you can contribute. And what you think is like, I'm not doing much. It is vital. Everybody pay, plays a key part in the change that, that needs to occur, that will occur. Don't, ever, don't ever sell yourself short. All right, but I'm just a receptionist or I'm just an administrative assistant. Hey, you be the best. You can affect change. The director of first impressions, as Mike Colby right. would like to call it. Ooh, oh, that's a good one. I loved that. Yes. I thought that was director I mean, of first impressions. Yeah. So no matter what it is, you know, um, you can affect change. Just just what you bring to the table. What be you, kind to each other. What are you bringing to the table? Everything. <laughs> You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.